Welcome fellow riders. This is your host Rusty James. It is Monday, September 14, 2015, and this is the ride. It is a new week. Time keeps marching along. And you're here with me as we take this ride called Life. Today we're going to do a little bit of introspection, I think. Introspection is a good thing. You know, a lot of times I'm looking out at what's going on around me and the culture and the world. But as you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, we also take a look at what's going on inside. Today, we're going to take a look inside. But first, we're going to take a look at a few things in our culture. And then I believe after we've done that, we're going to have an opportunity to really look inside our heart, our life, our understanding. I believe it's going to be a good day. So as, as fall is quickly approaching, and the air is crisp, I'm thinking about beach days and how, as a child, I loved going to the beach. I loved the actual process of going to the beach. I didn't like coming back from the beach though. You know, you had candy places and ice cream places and fried food. I mean, you can't top that. Plus you got waves and volleyball and all the rest. Just a great time. I hope you got your fill of the beach this year. I want to tell you a story. All right, buckle up. Here we go. This is kind of like from my childhood, so I'm kind of picturing it from my childhood. Imagine, you're in a station wagon. You remember those things. This one was blue, and it had those fake wood siding. It was the ride, man. Picture yourself in this thing. And you're heading to the beach. Beautiful, beautiful day. The day is just calling for you to go to the beach. Not a cloud in the sky. And somehow you know that beach is my destination today. So mom and dad say, hop in the station wagon, we're going. Get prepared. Get your blow up things, get your surfboards, get your cooler with ice and drinks and food and eats and snacks. Be prepared, we're gonna go to the beach. That's where we're headed. We're not going anywhere else. We're going to the beach today, baby. Can you picture it? It's going to be 76 degrees Fahrenheit at the beach. Slight breeze. You know it's going to kick up some waves. 
it's gonna be a blast not too hot you know the water temperature is just perfect for a day a day of 76 degree we're ready to go we have a destination everybody gets in the car and you start your trip everybody's excited and there's a bunch of kids in the car and you're one of them and you say I think we're gonna get to the beach in 10 minutes and the other kids in the car say no way you don't know what you're talking about it's gonna be 15 minutes no way it's gonna be 20 minutes and mom and dad say no way it's gonna be 35 minutes because they know the way and the first child which is you says no 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 it's gonna be what I say 10 minutes whatever you said it's gonna be 10 minutes we're gonna get there in 10 minutes you know how I know that the kids want to get there sooner it's because they're the ones that are always saying are we there yet because they're expecting to be there 10 minutes nine minutes into the trip oh they're excited oh they are excited but the older the other kids are like it's not gonna happen dude and you know what 10 minutes passes and it doesn't happen they are not at the beach and that first child you are dejected oh I was wrong guess what the beach is still out there and it's still coming am I right so the second child said 15 minutes 14 minutes is approaching 15 minutes they're not there yet oh he's dejected oh, I was so wrong but it's still out there it's still on the horizon you're thinking you know what I was wrong about that first time maybe maybe the third child had the right time maybe maybe it's 20 minutes I think I'll adopt that one because you know that guy wasn't wrong because we haven't hit his time yet so I'm gonna adopt his time and maybe even the second guy who couldn't get the 15 minutes right he's gonna take the he's gonna cuz you know it's gonna be one of these times 20 minutes passes no go ah dejected but I know it's on the horizon in fact I'm starting to smell I'm starting to smell the beach you know that beautiful beach smell you get a little whiff of water and the air becomes a little crisper it's just a little bit cooler than it was on the way because it was 85 degrees on the way to the beach but it's starting to cool off just a little bit it's in the upper 70s you're not there yet can't see it mom and dad have an answer they pretty much know because they understand the path they understand they said what was it 35 minutes well 30 minutes passes all the kids predictions were wrong are they still excited about the beach you better believe it and if they could tweet out to their friends because you know they all got mobile devices with them if they could tweet out to their friends oh we're gonna be at the beach in five minutes one of them says oh we're gonna be in the beach in 12 minutes don't you know they're probably all gonna be wrong they won't exactly be right 
But I'm here to tell you right now, the reason I told you this story is because they just go over a hill, just like I'm doing right now. And guess what? In the air, they could smell that beach. And as they go over this hill, guess what they see? They see signs of the beach ahead. Are they at the beach? No. Guess what? Even the parents' estimates and predictions may have been wrong. Because now we're at 36 minutes. But you can see the beach ahead now. And you're still moving. Time is still moving toward that beach. And though those predictions were wrong from everybody, 100% wrong, that does not mean that beach isn't coming. As you go over the hill, you see that beach approaching. You're getting a stronger whiff of it. You're starting to see the signs that bring you to the beach itself. You see the signs along the road. Go this way. Go that way. As it approaches, more signs appear to direct you to where your destination is. Those signs weren't as clear to you back at the 10 minute mark into your trip. But now that you are close, the signs are overwhelmingly in your face. And one thing is for certain, that beach, you're gonna be at it at some point. Now I tell you that story and, and maybe some of you have figured out what I'm trying to talk about here. But all through time, when we look at scripture, there are prophecies in the Word of God that direct us. They're early preliminary signs toward what's going to happen at the end of days. Scripture also tells us that no one knows the exact moments of the end of days. And that's why, just like the kids in the car, we could say to that child that said, you know, it's going to be 10 minutes. We would say to him, no, 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 no. You, you don't... No one knows a time. So you can dismiss that. And I've done that my whole life when I've heard people talk about certain end time events happening. There's no shortage of videos on YouTube and opinions and blogs to discuss the end of days and, and what's going to happen. But can I tell you this right now? Skeptics would look at all of these statements that people have made through, through time and they dismiss them and use them as the excuse or the reason for not accepting any of it. It would be like a kid in the car in that station wagon saying, you know what, Jimmy and Johnny and Julie, you guys were all wrong with your times. I don't think that beach is going to be here at all. Can I tell you something? The beach is coming. The return of Jesus Christ is coming. And just because people have been wrong about dates, and like I said before, dates, it's almost, it's almost a given that if someone gives you a date, Scripture tells us no man knows the time but it also talks about the signs and, and, and be aware of the signs of the age you're in 
Just like we're to be aware of the tactics of our enemy, we're not to be deceived. And if you're living in the day and age that we are in right now, and you are not aware of some of the signs of the time we're living in, you could be blindsided to the tactics of the enemy and be kind of drawn in to that lukewarm water of the day and become cold in your relationship with the Lord. And it happens very gradually and very slowly. Or it will keep you from ever wanting a relationship with the Lord because you never see the need for it. Can I tell you today, there is a high need for it. I don't think I've ever felt this strongly about the need to know where we're headed, to know that you have a relationship with God Almighty. I don't know if I've ever felt this strong about it in my entire life as I do on this Monday morning. Am I fearful that I see the beach approaching very quickly? Not fearful in the least. I know that I've been called to be a ruler and a king, just as all of you are who have accepted the Lord and His Lordship in your life. I'm not fearful, but I feel like I'm on alert more than ever before. The beach and His coming, it's coming. And like I've said in podcasts before, I'm, you know, I might appear to be some kind of a fanatic at this point now. And and maybe I wouldn't have said this kind of stuff even a year ago for fear that, you know, how I would be thought of and, and regarded. And I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore about that. Because I see something really important on the horizon. I'm not going to talk to you today about times. There's plenty of people who are talking about times, and I think that's dangerous, really. But it's okay to be talking about the signs of the day we live in. And fellow riders, we're all in this ride together. And the thing about our ride is we're all going to get to the beach at the same time. And I'm here to say, are you ready for the beach? Are you ready? Are you prepared for what I know will happen? We don't know the time, but there are a lot of signs that are pointing to major events in world history in a very short time. And I know you'd say, oh man, you're just, you're trying to scaremonger people. I'm not trying to I'm trying to convey what I believe is the truth you can't scare somebody into believing I really don't believe that it's possible because down deep in their heart they would know well well, you know my belief is not founded on my need for a savior as much as a need for an emotional stress reliever you know because Rusty James put fear into me. You know, God doesn't operate by fear, by the way. It doesn't work that way. He draws you with his love. 
And some of you hearing this today may have never heard about the gospel of Jesus. And you're wondering, I've never heard this, and I don't know why you're so adamant about his return. Do you ever wonder why in Scripture God has prophecy that talk about the end of time? If we were not to be aware of it, why in the world did he give it? I'm sure some people think that all the Scripture is just some big story, a big fairy tale. I hear that I hear that comment all the time, feedback on blogs and forums and things that it's almost a black and white thing. Either you are for the Lord, serving the Lord, or you're adamantly opposed to it. I guess there's probably a third option that I've seen, and that's the the lukewarm non-bold stance. And I might have taken that for a long time, and I just refuse now. I am certainly not a perfect individual, and I make mistakes a lot. And I've sinned, and I've fallen short of what God's best is for me. And I just come back to the cross and ask for forgiveness. And I know that I get forgiven. And I just keep on going. And that really should be all of us. But he made a way, our God made a way for us to know him. And just like that beach is approaching, there is a day that is approaching that you want to be prepared for. So being prepared for that day is accepting what Jesus has done on the cross, knowing that he was sent to redeem mankind from sin and to bring them to a place of relationship with God the Father. And I 100% believe that that is for anyone who believes, whether you're a Jew, a Gentile, or whatever people group on the planet you are part of. Jesus came for you. He came so that all could have life. And it boils down to a choice that we all can make. Now I want to encourage you today, if you've never done that, today is a day. And I am seriously, seriously wanting you to consider this. If you've never done that before, don't wait. I'm probably going to tell you more in the days ahead of what I feel like the Lord is speaking to me and to the church. Perhaps you don't know this, but there is a lot of symbolism and a lot of signs in the month of September of 2015. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that today. Because what's more important is not to see that so much, but to recognize our need for a Savior. That's the introspective part today. So how do I convey to you your need if, if you've never really sensed the need to have Jesus 
in your life and have Jesus be actively working through you. How do I convey that to you? Many of you know that I'm just like you. I have a job every day and I'm not a pastor. I've got a family. I'm driving my Chevy to work. I mean, I'm, I'm just like you. I got one tire that's a little flatter than the rest. I gotta f figure that out later today. And my heater doesn't work in my car. I mean, how average can you be? <laughs> Yet God is using me to talk to you. And I know it's important. I don't know where these podcasts will go. I believe they'll be listened to for a while and will become very important. I, I believe that that is true. It's chronicling the time right now. I think there's no mistake that every time I sign on, I'm giving you the actual date. I didn't even plan on doing that. I just decided I was going to do that. I thought it was somehow important. Didn't know why. I'm starting to get a sense for why. I think people will need to be hearing these things and need to know the date that each one of these podcasts took place. I don't know why. Not really. But if you don't know the Lord today, today is the day of salvation. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till Tuesday. Do it today. How do you do it? It's very simple. The good news of the gospel is that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, his only son, and he sent him to earth, and he willingly obeyed the Father and went to the cross and became a sacrifice for us to cover sin. And because he did that, we can have a relationship with God because I don't know if I explained this very well before but God is perfect and sin is not and because he is just and because he is who he is he can't relate to the sinful nature he cannot have a relationship with it but then Jesus came and he is the bridge from God to us. And what Jesus did on the cross made a way for us to have this relationship with God the Father who was and is and forever existed. He is the creator. So right now, let's pray. No excuse not to agree with me right now. Because, hey, if this is a bunch of, you know, if this is a bunch of nothingness and there's no truth to what I'm talking about, then agreeing, me, agreeing with me in prayer right now would have no effect, right? But I'm here to tell you that it does have an effect. And what I want 
you to do is open your heart and acknowledge that, you know what, this gospel, it may be for real. And if it is, I want it. I need it. I recognize that the beach is coming. We're almost to the beach. I think I smell it in the air. So Lord, we come right before you right now in agreement that we recognize that there are certain things that we have done in our life that we understand we're sinful. We're a disobedient action. We don't understand perhaps why we do these things, but we understand that that has been detrimental to our life and it has kept us from wanting to seek after your face and wanting to seek your way. We maybe haven't been able to put a finger on it, but right now, Lord, I ask that you would show every one of us that's listening and even those who maybe aren't listening but family members of of all of these writers, I pray, Lord, that you soften the heart of mankind and those people so that they could recognize their need for a savior and that it's not a relationship that requires us to try so hard to be perfect because we know we can't be perfect but we accept right now that you were perfect and that you went to the cross knowing that we were imperfect and needed that bridge, that covering, so that we could have a relationship with God the Father. Today we acknowledge that fact and we say, Lord, please enter our life. Let the power of God fall on us and start to change our heart from the inside out. We may not understand it fully right now, but we ask, Lord, that you would fill us up and start to change our mind about things. Help us to see what we've been accepting at face value in our culture. Help us to see that certain things were detrimental to our real life. And help us to share this good news with those around us with a boldness like never before because we smell the beach approaching and we're coming up on the hill where we're going to just start to see a glimmer of that time coming closer and closer. I thank you, Lord, that you are here for us right now, that you still speak to your children and that you are still working in the lives of your children. So I thank you for coming into my life today and starting to show me a new way to live. And help me be prepared for the times ahead because the days are short. In Jesus' name, amen. As you pray that prayer and really wanted the Lord to come into your life, something miraculous happened. You became a new creation. 
something changed in the spirit of who you are. It's not it's a mystery, really. It doesn't have to be mysterious like ooh. ooh, ooh. But it is a mystery. And you might think, well, yeah, but I don't feel any different. I still think the same things. I still have the same thoughts, maybe. Well, you know, that may be true. I believe that there is a change that's pronounced when you open your heart and really receive the Lord. But it's true that our thinking doesn't automatically switch to being super pious man and super pious lady doesn't happen like that but I believe that the power of God is now in your life and helps us to start changing our thinking and you can check out some of the other podcasts to to see what we're talking about when it comes to that but today is a day of looking inside and and allowing the Lord to to make that change to, to come into our life so that change is possible. So here's the main gist of why it's so important to do that. Because God called us to be His church. Do you know that the church of the living God is not a building with a steeple? It's a group of people. And it cuts through cultures, people groups, colors. The Church of Jesus Christ, and I'm not talking the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints, I'm talking about the Kingdom of God as it's talked about in Scripture. And And those who are following our Lord are all across this planet. And the reason that is so important to know that the beach is coming up, that the that Christ is going to be returning. As I understand things, is that certain things in scripture have to take place when the church is not here. And it's important that we be part of his kingdom, part of his church. Now you're starting to think, well, this is all weird. No, it doesn't have to be weird. You know, the kids in the car and in the station wagon, maybe one of them's never been to the beach. In fact, for sake of the story, maybe they've never been to the beach. They've just heard about the beach. That's how I should have told it. They just heard about it. They've never seen it. And they don't know what to expect. They just know they've heard that it's a good thing, but they don't know what to expect. Certain things have to take place when the church is not in the picture. That's how I understand it. course you know that's that's my opinion I believe that's an opinion that's shared by many Christians 
though, that there are certain things that, you know, I've talked about things like the mark of the beast before, and I can see that happening in the near future. And, you know, one of the thoughts is that, well, the, you know, the us Christians, though we might be concerned about that, well, what do we do about it? It, it might not occur until ab- after the church is removed and there's this period of time where the enemy, our enemy, is kind of given some freedom, more freedom than he has right now. You know that you realize that as Christians, we have authority over our enemy, right? You do know that. We have the authority that Jesus had. And so there's certain things that the enemy can't do because when the church is around. That's why the church has to be removed. The anointing of God has to be removed for some of these things to take place. And then we're talking end time stuff. It would behoove you to know that you are counted with the kingdom of God. Because when that time comes, which no man knows what time that would be, but I believe it's coming soon. And please don't ridicule me for saying that. I know people who have been strong in the faith and they would ridicule me for saying that Jesus is coming back soon. And their reasoning would be, well, look at all the people that have been wrong. Yeah, but but the beach is still coming. Even though even though the predictions are wrong and maybe they're not hearing right. Sure. And maybe you don't trust what their predictions said and will say. Maybe you don't. Well, you shouldn't be trusting in man for that kind of stuff anyway. You shouldn't even be trusting in me for that stuff. You should be in the Word of God, getting your source there and from the Lord. But just people pointing out the signs of the age we live in shouldn't ridicule that. And if I say Jesus is coming back soon, it's not to scare you. It's to cause you to be sober, though. Would it be fair to say that the, the kids in the car approaching the beach, they're getting the smell of the beach. And remember, I've changed the story, so they've never been there before. They know that there's this beach. They don't even know what the beach smells like, but the winds are changing. The winds are changing, and they're getting a whiff of something. They don't know what it is because they don't, they've never been there, but something's changing. And that's how I see this, this world today. There has been a change in the wind. And I think it's a strong change. This is funny because I'm driving right through farm country. I'm driving right through farm country. And the wind (laughs) is changed. I can get a whiff of the farm. But in our day and age, something is changing. Now you could say, well, there's always something changing. And that's true. You know, you can always find what you want to look for. And, I, and I've always been a skeptic when these people talk about dates and times and stuff. And I believe that Jesus is coming back. And still I'm skeptical about some of these, um, you know, predictions of the day. 
I think that's healthy to be skeptical that way. And you need to be skeptical of what I'm saying. But all I'm saying is that he's coming back soon and you need to be prepared. You don't want to be left behind. The days are trouble for those who are left behind. Because that's when the enemy, when the church is gone and the anointing of God has left, the enemy comes in like a flood. And those are days that we don't, that you really don't want to be a part of. I just had the sense right now that I need to say this because this podcast will be heard then, I believe. So if you're listening to this and these things have already taken place, you need to stand firm in the faith knowing that Jesus Christ is still on the throne you can still receive him. The earth is corrupt. But he is still on the throne. And he will come back. And he will judge. And you want to be counted with him. Because see, listen people. Though the church will be taken away. There will be those who come to Christ during that time of difficulty. They call it the tribulation. There will be those who come to Christ, and I believe that this podcast will be out there in the ether of the internet, whatever, and that this will be heard by those. Okay, now you're thinking I've just gone completely off the deep end. Well, think what you want. Think what you want. Time is getting close. The kids in the car, they're smelling the change in the air. Something's approaching. They don't know when. We don't know when. I don't know when. There's a lot of things that make me believe that it's sooner rather than later. And don't you know, as time progresses, those kids in the car... As there is more and more signs that they see, they're going to be closer and closer to right as far as how, you know, when this is going to happen. When are we going to approach that beach? I can tell you one thing there'll be one sign. When I see a man in the clouds, when I hear a trumpet, that all the news stations in the world are hearing and reporting on. That will be a sign. And at that point, many people will say, this is it. And you know what? Their prediction will be right. They will be at the edge of that water. And there will be no turning back at that point. I never would have thought that I'd talk about this kind of stuff. And I didn't get in-depth and get looking at the signs and all that. And I want you to be very careful if you do end up doing any research on this. Please know that there are all sorts of crazies out there who will see patterns in randomness. 
and anything that looks like a pattern to them they will point to as you know a real thing I remember seeing pictures of 9-11 explosions and people would circle parts of that picture and say look you can see the face of the devil in this cloud of smoke well you can look for anything and find anything you want a lot of the times so that's where there's a danger in this there's a lot of people who are doing that kind of thing the most important thing to remember is that no matter what is going to happen it's going to happen and are you ready are you prepared I want to strongly encourage you to be prepared. And if you have kids that are young, well, if you have kids, period, and they, and you've not been a great example of Christ so that they don't know anything about this life of Christ, I want to encourage you to talk to your family today. I also want to encourage you that if you prayed that prayer earlier, it's a good, important, important thing to do is to find a church where there's other believers where you can find out more about this walk of faith. Will you do that? This has been a, a unique day. I've had a number of things that I've been sensing in my heart in the last probably four days that have really got me thinking strongly about making sure our lives are right with the Lord. So I wanted to, you know, if it's strong in my heart, then my job is to share it with you guys because this is just what's on my heart. And I seriously want you guys to know the Lord that I know. And you know Him when you spend time in His Word and you seek peace and you pray for those who are persecuting you so that they can know the Lord. Even those guys that are given crazy, idiotic, unfaith-filled comments on the internet forums and things, you pray for them so that they come to know, they come to know the Lord. And you seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all the things that you will need will be added, okay? I love you guys. I will see you on the flip.